Tom Bernard. Actually, the show is now called Welcome to the Family. I'm Tom Bernard. <laughs> this is the Hackmaster, Ralph Dewey Basher, MD. Andy Brand Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we're officially going to change the name of the podcast to Welcome to the Family. Sweet. I've had enough of saying my own, this is my show. No, <laughs> so, yes, Welcome to the Family. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Whoops, I was easy. I was early with it. Sorry. That was my fault. Is Kristen ready to go? Is she back? Yep. Kristen Burt. What's going on? Are you in the holding cell? I am not in a holding cell because I did not pay any university to admit my imaginary Uh, child because I couldn't get in. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have heard this, but uh, several major colleges, 44 people, I think, uh, oh, 50 people now, they're saying. uh, uh, Felicity Huffman has been arrested. Hollywood actress Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin were charged along with nearly 50 other people Tuesday in a scheme in which wealthy parents bribe college coaches and insiders at testing centers to help get their children into some of the most elite schools in the country. Really, our our college system is, is filthy and damaged? I, I know, never right? knew that. No. What a shock, I am. Yeah, nobody's shocked. Since people have been donating buildings and yeah. gyms yep. yes. and libraries for decades, although this is a little bit sneakier because they were messing with yeah, SATs. Yeah, a little bit. And the actual testing, uh, the Lori Loughlin one is actually kind of funny. They somehow got through the USC uh, crew coach saying that their daughters rode crew, even though they never rode crew. They're both like influencers on YouTube. Um, and oh, uh, her husband, Massimo, a very well-known designer, mm-hmm. uh, who was also arrested in this, actually sent a photo to the school of the kids like on a rowing machine to prove oh, that yeah. they were athletic. And I was like, yep. how do you, I can go on a rowing machine right now at LA Fitness. Can I get on the crew team? <laughs> 
Well, I would think that you, though, would be hell, a hell of an athlete. I don't think there's a question about that. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. But I... they, they paid a half million dollars to USC. Mm. Half million dollars. And... Did, did USC take it? Yes. They did. That this is why they are arrested in all of this. No. There was a in, there they, was a go between the school and and the parents. Mark Singer, excuse me, William Rick Singer is his name, and I will tell you this, Correct. Ralphie boy. Um, this situation was at Yale, at Stanford, it was at Georgetown, it was at Wake Forest, all of these big time colleges. And here's the bad part of it. You know when she said one family paid six and a half million dollars to Rick Singer to get their kid into one of the schools? Every one of these people who did this wrote it off on their taxes, so you and I actually paid these filthy pigs. <sighs> this is a prime example of why I've been talking about colleges and Hollywood for a long time. Some of the filthiest people in the world. No doubt about it. Wait, Kristen, you live among the filth. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you know what is interesting is <laughs> you go to New England prep. No, I'm going to say this. I went to New England prep school. Um, and then went on to NYU. And you do see a lot of this with a lot of the, I like to call them the blue bloods. You would see that, um, you know, they would get a, do- a yep. donated building at Harvard. And then the kid who was like, you know, flirting with like a D most semesters was getting into Harvard. And you're like, how is that possible? But, you know, their parents had the money to buy their way in. Jared Kushner is someone that uh, there's been allegations of him buying his way into Harvard. And no. I mean, this is not new by any means, but the, you know, this no. whole scheme is a little bit more illegal than the, you know, donating a building and getting your kid into the school. What are the, what are the school's responsibility? Are they going to be held liable or are they, are, are they going to be uh, under investigation or are they going to, are there criminal charges there? They're going I'm going to, to be say under that investigation. this is probably going to go. Yeah. I was going to say this is yep. going to be a lot a bigger scale than what happened today. I think the oh, web yeah. is a lot bigger than than what we're hearing right now. The fact that these filthy pigs wrote off their donations. That's why they didn't want to build buildings because people build buildings actually pay for the buildings. These people paid for nothing. They dumped the debt on you and me as American taxpayers. <laughs> you filthy Hollywood scum and you filthy college scum with your psychotic professors. That's fair, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, but it's not just Hollywood people. I'm going to say that there's probably some other business leaders involved oh, yeah. and possibly some politicians oh, yeah, there involved. Are. Yeah, this yep. is an, it's just rich people in general. Yeah, this it's is an industry. This is a sub-industry where you, you go to someone and you say, geez, would you, could, you, could you just uh, you know, help my kid get into school? You know, just package them right. Packaging is, is what they got. Yep. So this person mm-hmm. will help them write their essay. It'll help them contact the right people. And do you know Jim over here? Why don't you contact him and get a letter here? And then, you know, geez, you know, $6 million would help a little bit too. You know, take the edge off. Maybe we can get a little, you know, get, get this taken care of. And that's exactly what they're just packaging in a in a in a little broader sense. And there, there are people that do that here. Uh, in fact, we yeah. you know we, we knew one woman who did, used to do that. So far, thirty three really? parents have been charged. Uh, some of them are celebrities, some of them aren't. But in total, twenty five million dollars has been uh, exchanged. Uh, people were taking tests for the kids. Test administrators yep. were being bribed. Coaches and administrators were being bribed to identify them as athletes, as previously mentioned. Um, uh, apparently, though, and some somehow of the, kids- the colleges have escaped being um, impl- implicated in anything. Because so far, of course, I'd say so far. Yeah. Well, they better. And I'd come. also say that some of the kids didn't even know this was happening. So the kids are just finding out today that their parents did this behind their back. So it's not right. even necessarily that the kids were involved in all this. And now yeah. you've got the scrutiny of all your friends at school. And you've also set the kids up for failure because, mm-hmm. you know, why can't they try and get in and learn or maybe not get waitlisted and then maybe try and reapply a second year and get in on their own merit? You know, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a hard time believing that the children didn't know that this was going on. I agree. Because, I don't know. I mean, because, no, because you know, I, my my kids went to school with kids, and in their in first grade, the children realized they were never going to have to have a job in their life because they were they were trust fund children. So mm-hmm. no, I have a very well, difficult time. In Felicity Huffman's case, it is uh, on record that her child did not know. 
and that they allowed her extra time to take the SAT test. So I'm sure she was aware of that since she was the one taking the test. But they hired someone to go in and change her answers. The proctor of that SAT exam changed her answers to get a higher score, which she had no knowledge of. Well, what would the upside of letting the kid in on it be, though? Because the kid doesn't have to do anything, and that just adds another person that might talk. So it makes sense that... They, they wouldn't tell the kids what was happening. I will tell you this. Uh, <clears throat> Alan Dershowitz was on uh, several TV stations already today. And this was just announced, what, a couple of hours ago, something like that? Yeah, but it was Alan Dershowitz, Yeah. Alan Dershowitz was on, uh, on TV today saying, this is what you get when you don't grade your students. Because it's a lot easier to get your kid into college and keep them there because they don't grade anybody anymore. That's true. Nobody gets A's, B's, C's, D's. Nobody gets those grades anymore. Um, Many schools don't have any grading system at all. So if you're going to cheat to get in, you'll be covered up by the fact that the school's not judging you by giving you a grade. I love judging you by giving you a grade, by the way. What a pile of crap that is. Well, I mean, they are judging your Mm -hmm. ability to demonstrate that you know the material. That's how it works. Judgment Mm -hmm. is a thing that needs to exist. And they're not doing it though. They don't do it, and most co- some colleges do, but most of them do not grade anymore. So if you if you can't even understand what the hell's going on, you still will not be graded poorly. So mm. truth is relevant. It's insane. I think it's so funny because when I was in college, uh, Bennington in Vermont was one of the only yeah. schools yep. that just did like a pass fail type of thing, and we were like, "Those right. hippies! I can't believe it. They don't get graded." <laughs> and it's so crazy now to think that it's common not to get a grade. And it's all about money. It's a hundred percent about money. If I can get some rich guy's dumbass kid into my college and have that tuition flowing through, you know, into our bank account, why wouldn't I do that? I mean, it's I know it's filthy and disgusting, but colleges have been doing this for years. Look at the endowment programs, $37.1 billion at Harvard, and they just sit there. Well, as Ralph pointed out, though, they do have to pay to keep up that garden over there in England. <laughs> Italy. No. Italy. Oh, in Italy. It's a garden in Italy. Private garden in Italy. That is also happening at prep schools. uh, Because I went to New England prep school. This has been happening for decades. Yes, it has. It's been going on forever. But actually, Felicity Huffman has been arrested on federal bribery charges. That's not good, man. Well, once it it hits a certain... um, Well, because colleges get money from the federal government. So mm-hmm. you're bribing an institution that gets federal money, so technically yep. it could oh. be considered a federal crime. Yeah, what's well, so they going So her prison? husband was not arrested, even though his name was on the check. He did not sign the check, and she was the one um, who was taped mm. in all of the conversations, wheeling and dealing. So I thought that was interesting. So what were you going to say, Ralphie? <clears throat> uh, they... You know they, these these monies that are that are going in there. They just they're just so much, and they you know they yeah. they won't turn a yeah. blind eye to it. I mean just just way too much. We are so out of control in our college system in this country. The things that professors are doing and saying. Uh, you know we talked. Did we talk about the USA Today article about uh, about pollution yesterday, or did that break right after the show yesterday? You guys know what I'm talking about? No. Mm-mm. Well, there's a guy, it's a University of Minnesota professor, Harvard educated, by the way, university professor, who says that white people create pollution and people of color breathe it in. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making that up, Ralph. So all, of, the, so all of India and China, they're yeah, really. white now? And don't forget Africa. And don't Af- forget Russia. Wait, Russia? They, this guy actually says he has proof. Yeah, Russia pollutes like a son of a bitch. But they are um, white, though. Well, no, I'm just saying that well, it's all in the Eastern Hemisphere. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. But, but here's the problem we have here. This professor's name is Jason Hill, Harvard-educated. Uh, he said basically, and, and then I pointed out on the, on the uh, air this morning, I said, here's the, the bad part of your argument. I'm going I'm to make an argument about a different thing but have the same results you do. Did you know that? People of color get hit by cars all the time as compared to white people across the country. Did you know that? Because they live in cities where all the cars are. Yeah. Like where all the pollution is, is where they live. 
these colleges have got to stop. They're destroying this country. USA Today has the balls to print that story. It's in USA Today. That, that white people are creating pollution and overwhelmingly people of color are breathing it in. Once again, most of the pollution is in cities and most of the cities have a high uh, people of color population. So mm-hmm. how is, what are you basing this on? Oh. Does that make any sense to you guys? It, 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 the, that whole argument makes no sense because oh, the... I just, I just can't. I just, it's just infuriating that these college professors are are so high and almighty to say that the white people. In fact, you know, most of the people who say are privileged that are white are driving Teslas. That's true. You know. Yeah, that's you know, right. I that's walk exactly to it. work. I walk to work, so I'm no, no. There's a lot of people that's that ride mass transit that that are not that maybe. Considered, well, are we white or are we just non-color or what? What are we? What what group is that? You know. And here's the other part of the argument. So basically, you're taking all the white people, which is still a very large majority. I think what sixty to forty, something like that. Aren't sixty percent of people in the United States white now? Or it might even be more. Something like that. Sixty to sixty-five. Yeah, somewhere in there is a white population. So if you're taking most of the people of color living in urban areas where all the pollution is created, well, not all of it, but 99% of it is created, and then you take all the white people from all the rural areas in this entire country, particularly west of the, uh, of the Mississippi River, where nobody lives but a bunch of white people, uh, other than, you know, once you get to places like Vegas and, and San Francisco and, and Los Angeles, you can't throw all those people who live in rural areas in as part of the equation because they don't breathe anywhere near as much pollution as the rest of us. How can you even include them mm-hmm. in the study? Explain that to me. Yeah, that, that's so, so flawed. So, so, I so mean, Our lame. colleges are and but USA Today has the seeds to print that article like it's the truth. Yeah. But now everybody knows the professor's name, and now, God, I wonder if he'll get any, uh, uh, any money sent his way to do further studies. Oh, By yeah. Al Gore, maybe you'll send him a check for about $10 million. Yeah. Oh, and I'm reflecting on um, there's a large – I don't know, uh, Christian, you may not know this, but there's a large group of people from Mexico that live in L.A. And, uh, the, majority of those, you know, and, yes. and the majority of those people really work hard and – have multiple little small businesses and uh, yep. in a variety of sectors, whether it's in plumbing, whether it's in landscaping, there's a lot of, you know, and they drive a lot of cars and trucks to do their work. So we're we not going to include those people? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I use the car, uh, the car yeah. accident scenario. Because, yes, white people get hit by cars, too. But when you include all the people living in the rural areas, it's nowhere near the percentage of people of color getting hit. It's not even close. You can't use stats like that. They're fake. Yep. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome to the family. <laughs> it's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. 
Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Do you have the time to listen to me? What the hell goes on during the commercial breaks down there? (laughs) We were were crying. We were crying. We were so upset by this whole thing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very, very upset about that. I'm upset about the fact that uh, Hollywood uh, actresses uh, have been arrested on federal bribery charges. Uh, We're really shocked that colleges are filthy. Although they say the school, it appears the schools were not involved in the scheme. Well, they were too busy with other schemes to be involved (laughs) in this one. The the philanthropy schemes. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely true. It is a filthy, filthy system and always has been. And the things they tell our children that are real, that are not real, make me want to vomit. When when our kids went to a a private school for a, a bit... And when they, right when they went through the admission process, uh, you hear the story, oh, your child is so gifted and so intelligent. I, I, right. They would really flourish here and everything. And a buddy of mine came to me and he says, oh, oh, you know, oh, you're, they said, oh, the same thing to their, oh, your child is so gifted. They would flourish in this school and it would do so well. And I said, and I looked at him and go, no, they looked at your checkbook. That's all they looked at. Yeah. They didn't look at this kid. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what it is these days and that's how it is. And I... I Ralph, I want your take on this whole deal. Where did all this self-hating white stuff come from now? Where, what's that all about? Yeah, I, that, that, is, that has been, uh, you know, put on people uh, by this sort of, you know, it's, it's a shame to say it, but it's really this liberal kind of agenda that you are guilty well, for is. doing this sort of stuff. And maybe it's, <laughs> is, is it through, uh, you know, houses of worship where they say, oh, we have to help more. Look at the look at all this around. You know, you are doing this or maybe it's a guilt of war or maybe maybe it's just an extent. It, it could be an extension of us dropping the atomic bomb on Japan. Is that well, where it started? Where be. now we have this guilt. Oh, we killed could all these be. people. You know, we tried to make a humane judgment in this regard. But. You know, we did this, and, and now, oh, geez, we shouldn't have done that. And, and, and we're, or we're second-guessing uh, our success, you know? Oh, well, we, we weren't born yet, so I don't care what they think. Yeah, pretty but, much. We yeah, weren't but, even born yet. Yeah, but but you know, that, that's pushed on you. You know, are you second-guessing no. your success? Right. I mean, Kristen, you've worked, yep. you've worked very hard for where you are. I know you are because you wouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that unless you'd worked very hard. Now, do you feel guilty about having worked hard? And and exploited your skill set and your talents. Because I'm not going to be a dancer, kids. That ain't going to. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to be a. I'm not going to be a football player. I'm not going to be a dancer. But you had that skill set and you exploited that. Every person has a skill set they can exploit. Some people choose not to. Well, yep. It's not my responsibility. Um, Kristen, I got a great one for you. Do it. Do it. No, go go ahead. No, I'll tell you after you say say it. No, I, I, my thoughts on the, on the hard work thing, uh, I, I find that the hard work thing is a very regional thing. I find that people from the Midwest and the East Coast, and this is a sweeping generalization, work very hard. And I come out here to the West Coast and people are like, you work so hard. I'm like, well, yeah. how else are you going to get where, you're, where you want to be? That's what I always question. I, don't, I never understand that. Yeah, no, Un- I understand. Yeah. Unless in acting, you use other skill sets to get apart. And whether you're a man or you're a woman, I mean, you, you know, if you're if you're if you're an attractive man or woman, you have a nice physique, and you use that in whatever way you can to get a job. That's another way to do it. It's it, I think as far as working, that's another way to work hard. But yeah, I think it's a very, it can be a very destructive thing, and not a healthy thing. And it only lasts for so long. That's and right. It don't only lasts for so long too. You hit like thirty, thirty-five. Where are you going to go if you haven't married one of those guys <laughs> to yeah. get you somewhere or your career isn't in a place of power? You're in trouble. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yep. And, and, and my, my heard when my children were trying to act and do things like that, a, a, a wise person said, it's much more difficult to give it up than to get it. Much more difficult yeah. to mm-hmm. give it up than to get it. And I, and it, I even saw that in my kids. It, to that, it is something really hard to walk away from, get away from. It is unbelievable. I'm reading some of the things that these people did. I mean, you know, Felicity Huffman's married to William H. Macy, another big star who's on, mm-hmm. uh, what's the name of that series on? Seriousness or what is it Shameless. called? Shameless. There Shameless. Shameless. 
I watched one episode. I thought it was horrendous. Never watched. Yeah, it's it not again. my thing. Oh, it's a great show. It's a great show. Uh, it's not for. It's not for me. I, a lot of people love but it. But there is a storyline. There's a storyline in Shameless oh. where William H Macy's son of the show sells um, does some sort of scam with the SAT. So it's kind of odd that. <laughs> really oh, interesting. Too close yeah. to home. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. God, is that right? Oops. Oh my yes. God! That's, you want to talk his some son balls Lip, on his these son people. Lip on the show always was super yep. smart, but always a super scammer. Oh God! Oh God! It, they just shut. It's not enough to do it; they have to shove it in your face and go and taunt you and go, "Yeah, we did that to you." What do you think of that? Uh, you always see them taunting. If it's if they really did it, they always love to taunt, which I've never understood. But it's that's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah, playground mentality. Nah, 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 mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I suppose that's that's a good way of going about it. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. But again, uh, thirteen defendants in a college admissions bribery scam have been taken into custody. They've been arrested, uh, including Felicity Huffman. Now, Lori Lachlan didn't get arrested, but she's been uh, charged. Uh, not taken into custody Tuesday morning. Her husband, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli. Is that how you say his name? Giannulli? You only have to call him Massimo because everyone buys his clothes at Target. He, they, they are yeah, sitting right, on a Massimo. fortune there. So, yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You were arrested at their home. Uh, yeah, it's uh, papers say a cooperating witness met with Huffman and her husband, actor William H. Macy, at their Los Angeles home and explained the scam to them. The, co- uh, the cooperator told investigators that Huffman and her spouse agreed to the plan. So this Rick Singer is going to be interesting when we get to hear from this guy because he's the one who teed it all up in the first place. Um, yeah, so we'll see what comes of it. Uh, but but it, does it surprise me? Not in the least does this no. surprise me. Our college system needs deep repairs. They have got to stop scamming people, and they've also got to tell, keep, stop telling people things like, all the people of color are breathing in the pollution. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. What a ridiculous position to take. And then a national newspaper picks up the story because nobody reads that rag anymore. Isn't yep. it amazing? Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're grasping for... Uh... Grasping for clicks. That's all they're 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 sinking they're sinking yeah. in this uh, yeah. digital age, and they're just grasping for clicks to keep afloat. Oh, I, I lasted, by the know. way, that study somehow has eleven authors. Eleven. So, yeah, I'm wondering okay. if. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm assuming 11, they all got sure. paid pretty well to do it too. No, Andy, I got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When I first brought it up to you, do you believe that I was telling the truth, or did you go, "That can't possibly be true"? I believe anything that comes out of. I mean, I verified it myself, <laughs> but I believed it because that's they're just that insane now. You can't take the entire country, where almost all people are white, to the cities where most of the people are people of color. And most of the pollution is because that's where the businesses are and that's where most of the people live. And breathing your own, uh, your, your neighbor's uh, uh, expulsion of breath is not very good for you either. No. You can't compare rural areas to city areas. It's, it doesn't work. That's right. And, it, and in San Francisco, in San Francisco, now that we have so much aerosolized, dried human filth, uh, mm. there's a lot of the Ew. air pollution that's being uh, consumed by people of color, which is generated by, unfortunately, a large community yeah. of color because so many of those people are of color. They come from countries yeah. where, yep. yeah. That, no, yes. no, they're from America. A lot of those people oh. poor souls. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the yep. tent cities yep. where there's not a whole lot of plumbing but, going on. No, there's not a lot of plumbing. I, I, I did love one more thing, and we'll move on from this. But it is a, these are two very important stories because our youth are being lied to again, and people just cannot wait to believe it, by the mm-hmm. way. But one of the news reporters, when he was reporting on this story, he goes like this. White pollution, white people polluting the atmosphere. But it turns out, it turns out that people of color are the ones that are breathing an unfair amount of this air, a very high percentage as compared to white people. And we're talking people of color. A lot of brown people, oh my God. but mostly <laughs> black people. Oh, God. I wow. wanted to vomit. Oh, my God, you loser. Mostly brown, but mostly black. Oh, God, you're so lame. Kristen, what do you think of the self-hatred of Whitey now? What is that all about? Because there's a lot of it in Hollywood. (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, man, I don't know. I just think it's one of those things that every year we have a topic. This is the topic this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I guess. I guess. One year we go, you know, and we're going to we're going to move on to the next thing. One year it was me too, you know, and the other yeah. year it was like Oscar yeah. so white. I feel like environmental things that is another thing that that we've hit upon. So it's just it's the topic du jour, honestly. Yep. Yeah. Why don't yeah, absolutely. do this study out on the uh, uh, Indian reservation? You know. Um, yeah. Why? Absolutely. You know. Why don't we? Uh, why didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Go out there. This, but those those populations are almost exclusively of uh, of, of Native Americans or People Indians, as Frank yeah. says in mm-hmm. the Yurok tribe. And right. you know, I just uh, you know do it out there. Let's see what 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 shows up out there. You know, around all the white people communities out there, and see if that's a real issue. See if it is. No, no, Kristen. You got to get. Yeah. You should call William H Macy today before he goes to prison. Did Did you oh, hear what I he love said him earlier? So much, too. Mm, not anymore. <laughs> Listen to what he did. Is what he, he said earlier. Uh, no, 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 not yet. But uh, earlier this year, and we're only in what March twelfth. So earlier this year is only a couple of months ago. William H. Macy talked openly about his daughter's stressful college application process. (laughs) (laughs) You lying scumbag. Plus, fact, you're homely as hell. Let me point that out to you. Well, you know, you did it. People like you. And people are so obsessed with, like, a a name college and then – Everyone's walking away with a hundred thousand plus in student loans. Now, obviously, his kids wouldn't yep. because they can afford to send their kids to college. But right, you know right. what? You're going to get. There's a lot of people out there that got a great community college education and then transferred for the last two years to a four-year school. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. it's just a brand name. I mean, I have to say that I probably learned more in high school than I did at NYU, just because my high school prepped me really well for college. So, it's just one of those things. You know, don't be sold by a logo and a name. You can get a great education and a more affordable one elsewhere. Right. But everyone's so caught up right. in it all. Well, virtually all of the educations you need, except for some lab work, uh, can be done free on the Internet. It's all free. All information is free. Now. Mm-hmm. And all you're getting is a you piece know. of paper. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. Yeah. And it's an absolute truth. And I told him uh, back when he when he made some statements to me like, let me take you over the wall and on the inside. He, that's what he said to me. He was a vice president of a major corporation that used to own KQRS. Harvard graduate with an M, uh, with an MBA, by the way. MBA from Harvard. One of the dumbest sons of bitches I've ever met in my life. Hmm. The guy was a moron. Had mm-hmm. no idea what the hell he was talking about. Well, I, so obviously, you know, somebody propped him up. When I was a resident. Two of the residents that I was a resident with were Harvard Medical School graduates, and I would not have let those people touch me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wow. not good news, though, is it? Yeah, it's got to stop. This whole thing about trying to point fingers and it's your fault and you treat Shut the hell up. Maybe that's what we should call a show, STFU. That'll be the name of the show from now on. <laughs> Welcome to the family, STFU. <laughs> that I bet is taken. Yeah, I bet it is. Would you look and see if it is just for the hell of it? But I bet you it's taken. Because uh, Joe Mlouba pointed out that Welcome to the Family was uh, two failed sitcoms, two movies, and a song by Avengeful, uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Oh. Welcome to the Family. Well, it doesn't bother me. We could, would you, uh, Cassie, would you see if you could find Avenged Sevenfold, Welcome to the Family? Avenged. I'm assuming it's a metal song. Because you don't usually have new an Avenged metal. Sevenfold name for... Uh, What's oh, new metal? Yes. Oh, it's new metal. Right, so if you yeah. <laughs> yes. if you can find it, STFU is taken, and also if Avenged Sevenfold would be a good uh, a good theme song to play for Welcome to the Family. What do you think? Probably not. <laughs> it might not fly. <laughs> Welcome to the family. I could just do that. I could be all crabby and metally. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, to distort your voice so you can't understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah, you got to do this, too. That's right. I forgot. i got to sound like Jesse. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. But no, I, I, uh, hey, I'm a, I love metal, man. I'm, I'm a big, I always have been a big fan of metal. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Well, it's, is metal pretty much guy music, Kristen and Cassie? Do you yes. think it's pretty much guy music? I don't know. I see a lot of females that enjoy good heavy metal. I, 
you know, yeah. not as much but as men. Yeah, Motley Crue. Yeah, women aren't as aren't as into the hand gestures though. When you're listening <laughs> no, to heavy metal, true. you know, the hook'em horns. No, that's but true. I will tell you what I'm looking forward to. They are doing the Motley Crue um, biography. They took the book that the the group wrote, and Netflix uh-huh. is doing uh, the show called The Dirt, and it's supposed to be amazing because it really it's a you know gives the a real authentic view of what their lives were like at the height of their fame. Hmm. There, yeah, I, you know, I I would like to see that. I bet, I bet I would like to see that whole. Situation. I think you like it. it. The trailer looks amazing. I was like, I am all in on this. It comes out March twenty second. Coming soon. We will take a break. Be right back. Whatever the name of the show is, <laughs> whatever it is, it's something. We're gonna find out right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997 and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Robbie, who started in sales and is now director of recruitment. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. I like it. Is this it? No, this is uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, I was going to say. Black Sabbath. I couldn't find it. I could. It's Avenged Sevenfold. Remember Dan Aykroyd? Yeah, we've got to find Avenged Sevenfold. Remember when Dan Aykroyd played both the AM disc jockey and the FM disc jockey on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not to look that up. Oh. <laughs> on the AM, he's like, well, thank you very much for tuning in today. It's a very cerebral show today. Uh, it's going to be just fantastic. We'll be right back. Turns on the FM mic. Black Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal. Black uh, Sam. <laughs> okay. One's all sensitive and touchy, and the other one just puking the words out. <laughs> that, uh, hilarious. That reminds me of the time that we were we were driving back from the airport to Burbank, and there and uh, Kristen, you may be, know this. There's a place called Lucy's, and I think mm-hmm. it's on La Cienega. Oh, yeah. on, okay, it's not near on La Cienega. It's a, a, a further south. Uh, so we, we turn on there. We're going to stop at Lucy's to get some Mexican food to take home. So we go in there and we pull in. There's two windows, two windows, and we went in, went to the first window, and uh, it said we'd like to have uh, you know a couple burritos, a couple tacos. We'll take order the refried beans and a couple tostadas. So uh, she said, okay, pull to the next window. So we pull to the next window. And then with the same woman's at that window, she takes our money. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. oh, that's kind of sad. Oh, just the same person. You know, same person, two different mics. <laughs> well, there you That's what I'm saying. That's exactly the bit right there. The same person, two different mics. So yeah. I've got double duty. Yeah, I had, I had an interesting thing happen on Friday as well. We went to a concert, and we, and we, we early we were talking about the, you know, um, Christian. You brought up the, the TV show that you liked, and Tom says no way. It's just uh, so you have different tastes in music. We went to a, a, a St. Paul Chamber Orchestra concert, and they played two pieces. They played a Tchaikovsky piece, uh, Opus Fifty, and uh, and it was I I couldn't listen to when it's done. I couldn't get out of it. It was forty nine minutes of just this dr- uh, dirgy kind of music. I left the at the intermission. I left. I had a headache. Yet at the end of that piece, people stood up and applauded. It was a standing ovation. 
Second piece, second piece was pictures at an exhibition, uh, and both were performed perfectly. Pictures at exhibition. I, I listened to it. It was the most stimulating. I stood up. Nobody else stood up to to applaud them. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? It, oh, it was the what? weirdest thing. That, that first one was unlistenable as far as I'm concerned. Yet people were stimulated by it. Weird, weird, Love weird. Unbelievable. Um, Kristen, you know, basically the news is pretty much a, an East Coast thing, isn't it? Like the national news shows, they're pretty much all East Coast things, aren't they? Georgia, Atlanta, up to New York, and Washington, D.C., of course. Most of the political shows are, are out east, aren't they? Yes, they are. Other than, no, I want to say maybe, there's out here. Um, but I think everything else is back in New York. Yeah, I think so. New York, D.C., and, and some, of course, in the CNN studios. But I think they've kind of yep. closed most of those down and moved to New York anyway. But um, mm-hmm. this is rather interesting. Two things, just something quick about Tucker Carlson, because he used to appear with Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba <laughs> the Love, Love Sponge was a really unfunny shock jock. Yes. You know, he's a big buddy of Howard Stern's. You know, it's that whole deal. But uh, it, Tucker used to be on there, and he would say outrageous things because it was an outrageous show. So now they're trying to nail uh, Tucker Carlson. And I'll read, and that's not even the part you know, I'm, I'm talking about. I've got to read that part. It's what David French said at the National Review. Uh, among the new snippets highlighted by MMFA is Carlson saying that Iraq is a crappy place with a, filled with a bunch of, you know, semi-literate primitive monkeys. He said that, I think, uh, 13 years ago. Um, uh, here's the deal. So he said uh, that white men deserve the credit for creating civilization, that immigrants should be hot or smart. Once again, to be on shock radio, you say the most obnoxious things you can think of. That's it was actually really Bubba who said radio. that immigrants should be hot yes. or smart. That, that's exactly right. Weirdly, 100%. they're not going after him, though. Mm. No, they're not. No, of course. Now, here's the interesting part. At the National Review, David French is not about to defend Carlson's specific comments, but here's what is far. Now, this is a quote from David French. Here's what is far, far worse for our nation than our culture and our culture than a pundit saying shocking things to a shock jock. The creation and sustainment of an outrage industry that spends millions of dollars and countless man hours in the quest to destroy the lives and careers of people it dislikes. I love that Mm -hmm. statement. Would you stop ruining people's lives? Just it's just a thought. Just try not to destroy anyone's life in in the next two hours. What do you say? He was. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I do too. Allow allow freedom of speech. Yeah, I I don't like Tucker Carlson. So guess what? I don't turn on my TV to watch him. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Perfect. There's the answer. Let the market sort it out. If no one watches him, he's gone. If no one listens to well, Tom, he's gone. I've never yeah, watched exactly. that show in my life, and I have no reason to. Oh, Tucker? Yeah. What do I care? The only reason I, – I, well, I, I can't – I don't stay up late enough to, to watch the show a lot. I see it once in a while. But I've uh, been talking to Tucker Carlson for the last, God, 25 years, 20, 25 years, something like that. I haven't talked – I talked to him last year, but – yeah, I mean, he. Uh, you have to understand one thing about Tucker. He's a very, very smart guy, and he loves to poke the bear. I mean, he loves to do that. And people need to understand that's what he's doing, so calm down. You know, if you don't like him, then, then as Kristen said, don't watch him. You know, that's the answer to all this stuff. It, it's, it's just, I guess we'll see someday if maybe we can i just i agree with david french though stop destroying people's families it's not Catherine's fault or andy's fault or alex's fault about what i've done or said it's not their fault why would you destroy their lives explain that to me well it's too late for for you know that to even happen now but yeah it is a bully culture and can we ever get over that Kristen? i'm not really interested in bullying like and but people no I feel like they use social media as payback for everything that happened on the playground instead of learning to just oh, yeah. be better people and decent human beings. Yeah. That would be good. So and, they never you know, do, so those people never develop uh, coping skills right. from being bullied. Yeah, it seems like. Sure, we were all it does bullied. Seem like yeah. Everyone's been bullied at one point or another. Well, no, I haven't, but We have a know. call. Sure. I believe it's from Wendy. <laughs> 
She goes, well, you have to remember one thing, Kristen, before okay. we go to the call, is I refer to myself constantly as a monkey because I have very long arms and short legs. So I am built like a monkey. And I'm very proud <laughs> to be built like a monkey. I'm just saying that. So that word has far too much <laughs> weight to it. It's stupid. The whole thing, just whatever. Uh, we have a call. Hello, caller. Hello, how are you doing, Tom? It's Wendy. Oh, it is. How are you, Wendy? Not too shabby, and you? Life is grand. I'm just. Uh, I'm just. Really, I, I'm sure you've never heard me question the integrity and validity of our college system around the country for the past thirty years. Uh, I went well, to one you day haven't, of college. I have. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Truly, yeah, trust me, as as the mother as the mother of somebody who will be graduating at the end of the year, I just read that article and I'm like, somebody they used an example in oh. one of them that somebody had 400 extra points added on to their yep um, added on to their SAT, and it's like, are you out of your damn mind? You know, know, come on, really. It's like, you know, but I told my daughter, I sent her the the thing and I said, okay, you can feel very proud that you got into college and you made it through college on your own merit. Your dad and I would never have done this. It's all about you. And she's like, so what about my grades in college? I said, dude, those are totally up to you. (laughs) I can't help (laughs) you That's right. Well, no, it's wonderful. But what what I I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask Kristen a question. I I know that they have, you know, the two famous names. How many more do you think that there are going to be? Because, come on, they got the money to throw around. I'm actually glad you asked this question. I do. And I'm glad you asked this question because I was sitting there thinking, oftentimes there's things that you whisper about, you know, parents whisper about. And I'm wondering, and I want to go and do dig a little bit to find out if, Felicity is close friends with Lori Laughlin because oftentimes parents talk amongst each other and it's mm-hmm. entirely possible we will see more celebrities fall or more, I should say, public figures, whether it's politics or yeah. whether it's, yep. you know, entrepreneurs, kids and things like that, um, because there is often a circle of gossip and the circle of gossip shares information. Well, so I'm really interested yeah. to see how this plays out. Well, well, I, don't, I don't think it's a circle of gossip. Totally, I think it's, it's they've ruined their kids' lives. I mean, they've totally ruined their kids' lives because whether yeah. kids were, you know, in on it or not, now for the rest of their lives, their education and, you know, their validity is tainted because of what their parents did. I mean, you'll you'll always be known as a cheater, no matter if you know you were in on it or not. Yeah. Yeah, You're right, and I think they set them up for for failure instead of success, even though in their minds they're thinking, I'm going to get my child into the best school that they can get into. Um, but actually what they did was, whether they were caught or not getting caught, you set them up for failure from the get-go. Well, absolutely, and we had a couple of schools that uh, we had it narrowed down to. Some were, you know, a couple were private and, you know, a couple were state. And, you know, we toured them and she tells me now, Mom, I'm so glad that we, you know, went to the state school. She's like, you know, some of the people that I've met that go to the colleges that we chose not to go to, she's like, oh, my God. She goes, it would have driven me nuts with their blathering. And I'm like, (laughs) well, good girl she's like i just want to i just want to learn computer programming she's like i i you know i don't i don't need to see all the people that think that because they have more money that they're so much better she's like just you know people just need to give their kids a break and let them succeed on their own yep i agree sounds like your daughter has a smart head on her shoulders so she does and she definitely tom knows me and so does Ralph she's got her mother's sense of humor and I don't know if that's good or bad yet it's yeah great. we're gonna withhold judgment I'm withholding judgment I'm just Kristen you mentioned you mentioned gossip before no this guy networks this packager networks and he goes yeah, from place to place I'm he talking goes about 
Yeah, but I'm talking about the parents. The parents go, do you know how so-and-so got yeah. their daughter into school? And then they will fake, they will clutch their pearls and go, oh, my gosh. And then five minutes later, they'll text that person and get the guy's name. And that's how it all sort of plays out. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Clutch yeah. their pearls. But he did network. I agree with you on that, too. But there's two levels of what goes on. The network of gossip and the network of yeah. uh, networking. Yeah. That makes total sense. Wendy... Wendy, Wendy. That's all I have to say. Tommy, you know I mean? Tommy, Tommy. I, I still <laughs> think you should settle. I still think you should name the podcast The Family. I just think it, yeah, would, really, think so. it would be really cool if, yeah. like, for a promo picture, you should do a family picture reminiscent of, like, The Godfather, like one of those pictures. That would be awesome. Well, oh, my God. I'm going to fly in for that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should fly in for that one. You know, Gianni Russo is going to be on the show on Thursday. As a matter of fact, speaking of The Godfather, mm-hmm. uh, oh, an cool. actor, uh, you know, the mobster, the whole shooting match. We can ask him, so should I become a mobster? Uh, it'll be interesting what he says. You know what I mean? Awesome. Cool. Well, I got <laughs> so to gotta get back to the grind here. So you guys have a wonderful day. Kristen, it was nice talking you to too, you. You too, Wendy. Nice talking Thank to you, Wendy. Thank you. Bye. Kristen leading the pack of just really nice people. Welcoming our listeners with open arms. That's what Kristen Bird is They're all about. So good to me. Your listeners are they so have good been. to me. Uh, they're wonderful people. They they really are wonderful people. But so you know, it's interesting over the years talking about this, that, and the other thing, and it all. Co- the, the one thing I would tell you that I did learn, and I was told this many, many years ago by by some people much older than than me at the time. Anybody who complains loudly about one thing is doing that one thing. Yeah. You you have to understand that if they're out there pointing the finger, look at these horrible people and what they're these horrible Joe, how can you possibly what are you doing wrong? Because you wouldn't be bitching that much unless you did something wrong too and you're trying to cover it up, right? That's what the advice was anyway. You think that's probably true? It's yeah. probably true with everybody. Oh, mo- yeah, most people <laughs> deflect sad. all the time. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, we all we all do it. Mm-hmm. None of us are perfect. We all have flaws, and we do wonderful at deflecting. I agree with that, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I just got a call that you're going to be arrested in 10 seconds, so we got to go. <laughs> yeah, <Can't> wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Kristen, always a pleasure, my dear. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. We'll be back to the family.